Good morning and welcome to Emily in the Morning. This is the podcast in which I share my morning cup of coffee with a poem by Emily Dickinson, and I share that poem with you. Today we have the one that begins, Low at my problem bending. Low at my problem bending, another problem comes, larger than mine, serener, involving statelier sums. I check my busy pencil, my figures file away, Wherefore, my baffled fingers, thy perplexity. The whole thing is two stanzas, and it's delightful, it's lighthearted, and yet referencing a sort of contemplative state, which seems serene, as Dickinson says in line three, but also joyous. So let's take it from the beginning. Um, Our first image is of the poet working at a math problem. Uh, some some sums. Um, So she says, low at my problem bending, another problem comes. So while she's working out this math problem, something more interesting catches her mind. A a problem, right, but of a different sort. She says, it's larger than mine, serener, involving statelier sums. So it's a sort of a call away from the sort of mathematics of computing, right? I don't think she's talking about geometric proofs or something like that, right? It seems like sums kind of implies a how many watermelons can you fit in the trunk of a car type question. But while she's doing that one, she's suddenly now distracted by this big, exciting idea. Something that is nevertheless serene. So then the next stanza, I check my busy pencil, my figures file away. So she sets aside the mathematics decides that's enough of that for now wherefore my baffled fingers thy perplexity so this last question addressed to her own fingers i I think there's a couple senses i'm just going to pick a few to talk through so you could think of it in the sense that she's saying oh fingers why are you confused that we've say to set aside the math problem obviously we're busy now doing something else or it could be that she's set aside the pencil and is now writing the poem which we are reading, in which case the fingers could be perplexed at the sort of change of activity. But in any case, the last line, thy perplexity, is also a lovely reference back to the problem that is larger than the mathematics one she had been working on. So it's just a delightful little image of a distraction being something creative and fruitful and something beautiful in its own way and i think that dickinson would have found that we are singularly undistracted by this kind of thought uh at least well i'm not going to get into a personal monologue here but it's worth thinking about and worth finding the beauty in these little moments of thought or abstraction that come to us